so last minute preparations before everybody splits the party and we we go through this totally abandoned and not vampire infested building. Well, I have four flashbacks, so I'm going to send one after each other group. I think they're they're, they're splitting into each as individuals, so each one can have a flashback. It just you know reports back to me or to them. Yeah, reports to them on their connection, their um, sure. the NIOE thing that's moving or seeing, and we'll have two for us. Cool, cool. So first, we'll start off with Mary Sue going down into down into the armory, I guess, to get Ricky Bobby or Ricky and yes. Bobby. To get Ricky and Bobby, who are behind the door. So you're going to make your way through the building pretty pretty much unopposed. The The entire place is deserted, as they said. All the personnel were outside. Are you doing anything in particular along your, your track, or are you just kind of making a beeline towards the towards the armory? Beeline? I would think, uh, I would think Mary Sue is going to move with uh, urgency. She's not going to uh, sneak. She's just gotta get there yep is she, gotta is, get she, there. is she at all freaked out either about like the, the situation they're in or the fact that she just shot a cop she's not freaked out the cop is fine <laughs> okay it's okay yeah. i think her her ultimate concern is is michael she wants to get michael out of there poor michael needs to be reunited with people and that's it her her main focus is to save him by the way, Boss would have like given uh, Mary Sue the du- the empty duffel bag and uh, told her to fill it up before she- they split up. Fill it up with what? With with guns and ammo. So you're gonna go past like the the holding pens because they're not holding cells because you don't put people in them. They're for the the paracritters and other uh, non metahuman animals. Yeah, we don't test on people. No, that's that's gross and wrong. Yeah, of course. And you're gonna come down outside the armory. There's a desk there that usually one of the security guys is sitting at. It is currently abandoned. However, in his haste to abandon it, the keys are, of course, in the desk. Let's get a a quick perception test or something along those lines from you. Okay. So with three hits, you're going to notice that there was a... uh, The keys are kind of hanging out on the desk. And that there is a, a lack of any alarm or similar system here. The little AR symbols or like the, any of the tech that is on the desk is not responding to a place that is going to be under lockdown. Okay. I'm not quite sure. So remember, there was the doodad that Richard found that was then smoking and was on mm-hmm. the security system. Yeah. So you are currently at a security desk that doesn't show any signs of security being set off, like, you know, warnings or anything like that. Okay. It's- so basically, if the under normal circumstances, if this was happening, there like more doors would be shut and locked, and there might be other security systems that aren't currently active. Yeah, probably some doors would would refuse to open at all. Kind of like how you guys had slight problems getting inside. You had a, a police officer override it. There is also the fact that the desk itself is completely abandoned, and that there's nothing that shows that somebody was here when it happened. I guess is kind of where I was was aiming at. Like the keys are right there. The Whoever was was branding this desk was removed. Okay. So grab the keys. And you'll be and able to pop the door real quick with them nice and easy. Okay. Inside, what do Ricky and Bobby look like as they are out of their charging docks and hover in there? Sure. They're both uh, rotodrone, and they're, they look very similar. Very, very similar. But one is sort of painted red with blue highlights. Or like, you know, like blue accents, I guess is the right word. And the other one is blue with red accents. 
And one has the, the first one, the one that's uh, mostly red, has a big R. The one that's mostly blue has a big B. Both of them have a um, assault rifle style barrel and hopper of magazine and a magazine attached to it on each one. And they're kind of powered down up in each of their wall racks sitting there. That's the best I got on uh, describing a roto drone with an AK 97. Yep. So inside, there's Ricky and Bobby. And then there are a couple of cases along the wall that have guns, ammo, and similar. Similar gear inside. What are you what are you doing with the bag that boss gave you and told you to fill up? I'm filling it up with all the things that look the biggest and that will do the most damage. <laughs> of course. Excellent. So you throw a couple boxes of ammo in there, grab a couple of rifles and uh Yes. Ammo that looks equally as big. Great. This is this is perfect. Do you have any kind of appropriate firearms knowledge besides I have pistol. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, so pistols are generally not very large. I guess we'll go with the... Uh, well, what's in the room, exactly? What's available? This would be a good place to start. This is a small corporation armory, so it's probably got a couple of vests, maybe like a big dog training suit in there for like a, a padded armor thing. Uh, a couple of dart rifles, a couple of actual like sporting rifles, some pistols, tasers, and some ammo to kind of go with everything. So the biggest stuff in there would basically be shotguns, I guess. Yeah, shotguns, sporting rifles, that kind of thing. You're not looking to go to war with Shadowrunners infiltrating your building, but you are like, hey, we're going to need to to trank this this animal. So there's no like really basic like throw-over Kevlar vest type thing for security guys? Not so much, because the things that you are most often dealing with as far as things that you're going to be shooting at don't also have guns. That's a good point. So, so yeah, she's going to fill it with uh, the big guns and the big ammo. Excellent. So the camera will kind of fade as you toss all of these guns, and it'll follow one of the packages of ammo into the darkness, and the darkness will kind of come back open as uh, Valerie pushes open a door to an office in the IT department. Uh, Valerie will kind of wheel her way through the cube farm to where she knows her desk is at, and kind of, you know, moving as quickly as she can, um... We'll pull in there and, you know, immediately try to start uh, accessing the system to figure out what the hell happened. Sure. You're going into the host itself then, or are you still messing with the equipment outside? No, I am at the place where I have the most power, or so I perceive it, and so I'm going straight into the host. All right. One of the things you're going to notice as you look around the host is that the architecture is ever so slightly different, given as you are a frequent user, the kind that pays attention to the ones and zeros of the matrix, if they even use ones and zeros, probably use twos, the heathens, ever so slightly is just off. Somebody has made some kind of change to the system that you are unaware of at current. Uh, she'll kind of, you know, tilt her head to the side as she looks at it and is just like, I don't have time to dwell on this, and, you know, she will immediately start looking at footage or files or anything that has happened, like, within the last, you know, 12 hours. Sure. Do you want to give me a matrix search test real quick? And, Richard, can you roll me a perception for your fly spy? Sure. So you're digging around in the host of your, your employment, noticing that things are all out of whack. What, sp what was your first go-to that you started investigating? As sad as it is to say, thanks to uh, Captain Paranoid, the first thing I go to is Howard. 
Naturally. So you start looking for Howard. Yes. You will notice that he is at work and doing stuff up on the the fourth floor. He goes into one of the bathrooms and doesn't come out for a significant period of time for what one would take going to the bathrooms without some kind of medical discomfort. And this is about 11 o'clock in the morning. Do you, you want to keep hanging on him or? That kind of weirds me out. And so knowing the uh, the list of names that I have from uh, from before of the recent hires, I kind of want to see what they're doing. Sure. In particular, the Matrix Level 1, Darlene Hill. Okay. So you don't really find any camera that has spotted Darlene today. It does not look as though she has even been there. Although you will notice that her her cubicle has had activity. And as you kind of look around, you will find a few different files that are usually in the purview of things that she is working on that have had changes made to them that don't have like a a footnote as to who made those changes. Well, that's odd. So then sort of like the final thing that she'll do at this time is like trying to sync up everybody's timelines. She's going to look for the janitor, uh, Milton. Sure. Richard, as you're making your way towards Michael, you will notice that, you know, you, you're staying with Valerie as she goes into the the IT room and she kind of starts doing weird matrixy things. You're going to notice the door open as more light comes in from outside and then close again. And where, where uh, Valerie is? Where Valerie is. So a door opened. And it's not even necessarily that you notice the door itself opening. You notice that like more light came in from over by the door and then went away. I'm going to stop doing my tracks. Say, hold on, uh, boss. Shut Valerie, uh, something weird's going on. You may want to do a little heads up. Mary Sue, did you did you follow Valerie after you went to the armory? Is that you? No, I wasn't going to back to Valerie. You had you want guns? I'm I'm taking you guns. Boss looks at RC, sort of like knowingly. Oh God! RC was sending a drone to watch Valerie. Yeah, he watched her, and now there's something following her, or at least it looks that way. All right. So you want me to go find Valerie and the thing that's following Valerie? And the thing is, you think it's a vampire. Look, we don't have time. We need to get Michael. That's what we'll I think. We'll get Michael, and then we'll rush down. Valerie, get get off that. Head toward Mary. Get Just get out of there. Valerie will, like, you sent one of the, didn't you send Ricky or Bobby after me? It's, it's fine. I'll, just ten minutes. So as you're getting this conversation... I need you to roll, uh, I believe it's intuition plus willpower. She just can't walk away. <laughs> wow. You're God. on a roll there, RC. <laughs> no, it's Valerie. That's not a roll. <laughs> Jeez. You're terrible people. I like how much faith Valerie has in, like, just mindless drones with guns on them. Vampire, no problem. Got this this fancy drone watching over me. Be she fine. believes the vampire uh, has left the building. So who? Do, what does she think it is that's following her? Does she think it's just someone else in the building? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's just Richard being paranoid. 
could be a ceiling fan. Who knows? There's totally not ceiling fans in there. That's, That's a true. lot of dice. It's a, it's a thing. Right around the time that they're telling you you need to get out of there and kind of stuff, images and such that you are searching and kind of kind of start to sync up. As you check the times where the most edits and changes to the the general structure and files and that kind of stuff that are in here all seem to happen right around the time where you were getting your medical consultation about your paraplegic status. When they asked you to power down all of your electronics for the scanner, the big, you know, CAT scan machine that would not go great with active wireless singles, during that time, drastic amounts of things in your host have been changed. Uh, Valerie's just kind of sitting there staring at it going, what in the hell? You will also notice that this is around the time you didn't see Milton get down there, but he pops up for just a a couple of seconds down by the armory, which is not a great name for it, but that's where they keep the guns and the, the stuff like that and the drones, Ricky and Bobby. You see Milton pop up down there with Sean. Uh, he's one of the security guards. He's at the desk and he kind of like, you know, waves hi to him. And then the camera footage blurs for a moment. And then the next thing you see is Sean's legs being dragged out of camera view. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no, no. Valerie will send a message to the others, say something to the effect of the the dwarf. He, he did something to the security guy at the armory. There, there's something going on here aside from the freaking vampire. Yeah, like well, I was saying all along, we're getting hit well, from the inside. Well, it's not like the vampire somehow got up before it even got here and planted that device on the fuse box. They've, someone was setting this up from the start. We know that, right? Yes, I've known that. I love the idea of Richard's face like, uh, duh! <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy? It's almost like everything I said was totally correct. Hey, Boss was with you on this the whole time. Me- mostly. Just not about the junkyard. Okay. Let's go. Double time. We have to get Mike. Valerie, stay safe. Mary, get to her we're going to get Mike. Valerie, if you could do me one quick thing and roll a perception test. Oh, and I'm sending my drones to go check out Valerie, if they're not already there. Ricky and Bobby? Yes, Ricky, specifically Ricky and Bobby. Okay. Mary Sue, are you following Ricky and Bobby, or are you following through with delivering guns? No, they told me to go to Valerie. I will go to Valerie. All right. Valerie, with five hits on your perception test, you're going to notice the sound of somebody moving? And then a hand reaching under, like, your right armpit across up by your your neck slash shoulder, other shoulder, and beginning to kind of lift you out of your chair. There, there, there is a moment of panic, and Valerie goes, M- M- Michael? No. Via DNI, pretty much... Uh, whatever the textual equivalent of screaming is, is what's happening right now. Sure. Do you just, like, face keyboard as a bunch of letters? Pretty much. <laughs> can you, uh, can you go ahead and roll me a composure roll, and we'll see, uh, we'll see how much of your message of face against keyboard gets out. Meanwhile, we come over to Richard and boss outside of the, the lab that Michael tends to work in you guys will notice that the door has a a blinking light on it that says that it is 
no admittance. Um, at this point, have we already kind of gotten the message from Valerie, or is that no, coming out? This, this is prior to that. Like that, all three of these little scenes are happening kind of all at the same time. Yeah, just wanted to establish the timeline. Boss, like, it just doesn't hesitate. Just goes straight for the, the lab door and tries to lock the door to see if it's locked. It is locked. You guys can kind of look through the little glass porthole on it, and you can look in and see basically the scene that you saw through the cameras earlier. So Michael is still laid out on the floor. Everything's trashed. Uh, it looks like he's laid out on the floor. He might be, be stirring a little bit. All right. Boss doesn't waste any time. She's going to, like, just... She pulls out both of her pistols and uh, shoots the glass on the door because uh, it's a... I'm sure that the door has a viewing glass on it. Okay. Is it bulletproof or anything? Can we just... Uh... Bullet resistant because it is a little bit thicker to keep things under control in there, like the extra gases, that kind of stuff. So right. It is slightly reinforced. But These are very large guns. You have a pair of revolvers and no time to waste, so it might take like three or four shots, but you will get it to a point where you can hit it with the pistol button to shatter the glass out. She takes like a couple of bangs and a couple more, and you can sort of see the, the glass starting to spider web. Then she just starts elbowing it over and over again until, until the glass sort of gives way. It doesn't actually like shatter, it just sort of like caves in on itself, yeah, and she out. pushes it through. Michael, go ahead and roll me a, a perception roll. So, good news, Michael, with, with two hits on your perception test, between the several gunshots, the glass hitting the ground, and presumably somebody yelling your name through the now open hole. Absolutely. You, you begin to regain consciousness. All right. I'll bring my hand up to the, my face in this pulsing headache I got. Oh, somebody turn off the alarm. What's with all the noise? Michael, Michael. i get up to my feet. Oh, what? What? Why, Look, why are you at my room? We need to get you out of here, buddy. How are you feeling? Like, like I got hit with something big. Where, where, what's going on? Michael looks around like he's trying to get his bearings. What's going on around him? I push, I push Vaz uh, out of the way and put my hand in the porthole. You do not push, push her out of I'm, the way. I'm going to attempt. You're surprised. I put. <laughs> <laughs> caught you unawares. Vampires lose. Things are weird. You're knocked out and you're huge. It's very creepy. We gotta go. I'll do like a whistle. Oh, I go. Mike, we gotta get this door open. Can you get this door open, Michael? Michael walks over and looks around at the door. Yeah, hold, hold on a minute. I can, I can jimmy it from this side, but you got the locks out there. You're gonna have to undo the deadbolt, the safety portions on on the inside here. And I uh, move the latch for you to undo the rest of the lock. Daniel closed and locked it before he left. Yeah, it's not important right now. We'll deal with, with him later. We just need to get you out of the building. Valerie might be in trouble, and we need your help. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah? So is it that simple? Can they just open the door, or do we need to finagle it? You guys can probably... It's, it's Michael's lab. He is familiar with how the things work. He can probably guide you on how to get the goofy release thing to work, or he can or kinda... literally pull the door off its hinges. Between the two of you, you could probably manhandle the door if you wanted, because you're, you've got nine dice and lift carry. He's got another ten. So Time is of the essence. Yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and uh, roll your appropriate dices, we'll see 
how quickly you can you can kind of manhandle this place. Four for Michael and <laughs> three from Boss and one little assistance from from Richard. <laughs> he's he's got this, guys. Yes. Got <sighs> like a hand on the doorknob. He's like, I'll I'll twist it as hard as I can, guys. <laughs> I'm like, I have like one hand on the couch when you're moving. It's like, hold on, I'll carry the the pillows and the cushions. So yeah, it's going to take you guys a a couple of minutes to get this door broken, basically. Mary Sue and Ricky and Bobby were heading towards Valerie. As you guys are jimmying open this door quite forcefully, and Mary Sue is heading towards Valerie, that's when you guys are going to get the panicked face keyboard DNI message from her. Hmm, that doesn't look good. Uh, where'd you go? 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 How far away from the IT department are we? Like, you're, we're... you're a couple of minutes. You know, you got to go like down a flight of stairs and on the other side of the building, that kind of thing, because okay. none of the elevators are working. Yeah. I think we should bolt. Well, I'm going to, uh, hey, uh, boss, I think Valerie, I know Valerie's in trouble. Something's very jacked up. Um, you guys got this. I'm going to go into the drone. Yeah, yeah. Focus your efforts. Look, we just need to get this done. She's freaking out a little bit. You can tell that her like her face is sort of panicked, and she's... Richard, did you say you were jumping into the drone? Yeah, I'm jumping into Ricky. All right. You have become Ricky, and you begin to, I assume, fly significantly faster than you were keeping up with Mary Sue previously. Yeah, Bobby will stay with Mary Sue, and they're in route, but I'm, I'm going to howl to IT. All right. You will fly quickly through, through the building and come off to IT, leaving... Mary Sue and... I just point out that Ricky Bob is like the perfect redneck name. Yeah, it's Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bob. So Mary Sue, Ricky takes off at a significantly higher rate of speed than what it was previously going at, keeping pace with you. And you're left there with Bobby. Alright, you whoosh through the building, and you come up to the IT department, and the door is, is closed. Oh, my only weakness. If only there was something you could do about it. I know, right? Unload. Yeah, we're, we're going to light this son bitch up. All right. Yep. So, good news is the door does not roll defense against you shooting the crap out of it. And you are able to uh, to turn this door into Swiss store cheese. Something I don't know. Night Aaron is definitely going to hear, like, assault rifle fire going off from outside, right? Nah. Right? Nah. Man, it's pretty sound. Soundproof building. Probably several floors up. It's installed myself. <laughs> Mary Sue, you hear automatic gunfire down the hallway from you. I think come to a jarring stop and then uh, take off running towards the gunfire. That's that's the smart thing to do. Run towards the gunfire. Excellent. Well, because I'm assuming that's where Ricky, that's Ricky has gone. And if Valerie's in trouble, I guess I have to help her. Sure. Richard, could you go ahead and roll me a uh, a perception test? Jumped into jumped into Ricky. Man, six hits. Let me let me roll the thing real quick. I'll take it. You come into the room and it is dimly lit with the emergency lighting on. As this is a cube farm kind of room, the emergency lighting is, is fewer and far between because you're not going down a hallway and each room kind of adding a little bit to the ambient light. What you're going to see immediately that strikes you as odd is Valerie is upright and not within her chair. With your That's all I see. With your giant pile of hits, you're also going to notice that her head is tilted to the side, and there is red coming down her, her neck and chest. Ooh, she did. <laughs> New hacker. 
if you have any questions you for clarifications, you may go ahead and ask. Is she standing of her own power? Like, does she have? Is she conscious? It doesn't not look as though she is either conscious or standing of her own power. But you do not see anything that is holding her aloft. Is there one of those um, sprinkler systemy things? Uh, there's probably one of those in your building. You you are the the maintenance guy. You know about your building. I even fire. You're trying to set off the sprinklers. Yes. Well, the good news is is sprinklers do not roll to defend. As you let off more automatic fire, water will begin to pour from the ceiling in the IT room here that it begins to rain. And as you take a, a closer look, you will see that there is a, a humanoid shape that is taking taking form in the rain. That seems to be... Aim full auto. All right, let's... Uh, you guys can roll some initiative real quick, because he's also initiative. Yeah, I had to put some more holes in you. I already got the two. Valerie, we got some bad news. We're in trouble. As it has begun to rain in here, you will notice Valerie's body begins to, to kind of move and be drug around the room as you uh, take aim and open fire. Let me go ahead and roll your gunnery, sir. Excellent. And I want to use some uh, edge on this thing. Eight successes. Very nicely done. And this was a... So he's only got like... I mean, he does get cover for, for Valerie, so that's something. But uh, he only gets one hit on his avoid being shot a lot test. What is the uh, the damage here? AK-97, so... IS-10P, minus two. Okay, yeah, no, this is, this is gonna suck. So that's 14. His only weakness, automatic fire. <laughs> okay, so uh, Valerie will crumple to the floor. You will see that a mostly naked man is uh, is materializing next to her. Not a lot of armor, which I guess would be that stealthy. Mary Sue, this is more or less where you kind of come around the corner. There is a man who is in scavenged clothing. Uh, looks like like a maybe a lab coat kind of thing. And Valerie is on the ground. And Do I see blood? Well, let me roll a perception test, but probably. Okay. She is at the very least close to soaking wet. With those four hits, you will notice that this guy has been shot. A lot, from the looks of things. Is this a blood-transmitted disease? No. Not this strain of it, anyway. Valerie is unconscious on the ground. It looks like there is some blood that is streaking from her, but with all of the the rain, it's kind of hard to tell for sure. And, of course, the, the steaming barrel of the, the gun on Ricky. What would you like to do in this situation? Shoot at the man in the lab coat. Okay, he is not dodging because he is on the ground. And the gun does not have gel rounds anymore. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, the good news is, is with four hits, he, he can't really go anywhere being unconscious. So that's uh, 12p? And he's, uh... Alright, he takes a, a giant pile of damage as your bullet sinks into him. Elsewhere in the, the complex, Michael and Boss, you hear significant gunfire. Sort of echoing up from downstairs. From... Kind of everywhere, because there was so much of it. In the span of those, like, four seconds, there was something like 15 to, to 30 rounds of ammunition expended. I'm so proud. No, only one of them was from Mary Sue. That's the one he's most proud of. Uh, yes, exactly. Are you guys uh, having a conversation? Are you guys r running? Are you guys... Uh... We're trying, well, with that, with that door getting open, yeah, I'll uh, start to say, we, we need to 
get over there? What's all this? What's going on? Oh, what's what's the shooting for? And uh, Richard is unconscious on the ground next to you. Oh, that's finally, Richard. Boss like starts to grab Richard. I think she understands what's happening. I think she knows enough about this sort of thing that she would understand that he's just out of it and inside of his drive. Well, um, I did yell, "I'm gonna, I want to go right over the drone," and I presumably sat down and zoned out. So she starts to like kind of pull him away from the wall where he's slumped, and uh, and she looks at Michael and she says, "Hey, can you help me carry him? We need to get downstairs, and I don't want to leave him here." What happened to Richard? Why is he like that? What's going on? And I'll take Richard from boss and throw him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes that's what he is <laughs> basically boss like like kind of looks at michael a little incredulously like like don't you remember you're the one who sent the message and she says to him don't you remember the vampire got loose and they're like she's already like starting for the stairs and kind of rushing i thought it would be what the what uh, what oh wait up hold on i'm gonna chase after her her voice is like echoing in the stairwell as they like go down. It's like the emergency stairwell or whatever. Look, the, the vampire's loose. It's I think it's got Valerie. Richard's out of it because he's in his drone. We don't have time to talk about this. We need to go help her. Well, where's where's she at? It it. Uh, 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 lead lead the way. All right, let's 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 go. Coming back up to the top of the initiative, Ricky Droney, are you doing anything with your smoking gun here? Uh, yeah, we're not flying. Is this guy dead? He is on the ground, not moving. We're going to flip over his head and fire a single round to his temple. Okay. You have shot him in the head. Okay. All right. Probably going to j- jump out. You know, law back out, law back into Richard the body, the human, the meat sack. Tell Mr. Drone to continue, you know, protecting the area. Protect my, protect my friends, who are the obvious ones I was saving there. You're going to wake up on Michael's wake up, yeah. shoulders. And what the hell? No what's happening? Put me down. I'm like, Ruben, put me down. Put me down. Put me down. Put me down. You're being jostled probably quite violently as Michael kind of jogs through the uh, the town here. Runs. Runs. Oh, man. We're like running downstairs, so I'm sure that Richard's going to have some ribs bruised at the end of this. You're, the back of your head might be a little sore from being bounced into the, the ceiling as somebody is 10 feet tall. Wonderful. <laughs> um, what the hell is going on? Are we getting out? Boss kind of like slows a little bit when she sees that Richard's come become awake, and she yeah. looks back and and says, what, "What what's going on with Valerie? Is she okay?" Uh, I don't know. She's not she's not great. She appeared to have uh, two puncture wounds in the neck. I think she may have been bit by a vampire. Getting kind of weird. There's yeah, also the, the vampire's know. gone though. Oh yeah, he's super gone. I t- took care of that little problem. Wait, you you killed it? I'm pretty sure. Well, let's get down there and make absolutely sure it's dead. Cool. Speaking of making absolutely sure it's dead, um, Mary Sue, what are you up to? Uh, I think I'm going to check on Val, see if she's okay. Can I rouse her at all? Maybe do some first aid? You could try some first aid, and we'll see what the what that can garner your attention. Are you- There's just no fixing Val. <laughs> the bad news, she seems to be paralyzed. With one hit on your your first aid test, there is a lot of blood everywhere, and her clothes are soaked, and her chairs in the the IT room is kind of knocked to the side, and there's obvious wounds on her neck, but they don't really seem to be bleeding a whole lot. So that's got to be good, right? Is the vampire blood like different from regular blood? Is it like congealed? He's been kind of like out of it for a long time. 
only a couple of seconds. Like Mary Sue was in in shooting him range, so that's like down a hallway. He's uh are you gonna check on your the dead man? Or the shot a lot man, I should say. Uh once uh once I check on Valerie and there's not much more I can do to help her, then yeah, I think I'll go over and make sure that that guy is not moving. Kind of just hold a gun, just in case. Very shaky, quaky. Sure, you will notice that the side of his head is uh, punctured several times with many bullets. As he was shot a lot full auto from the drone, he was shot by you, he was shot by, like, point blank from a drone. He's not looking great. Uh, look great the first time we saw him either. Yes, here we are. Uh, Mary Sue is your boss on, on that. Now that she, now that Boss knows that this creature has been kind of like subdued, uh, Boss would just come on the the comm link and say, "Look, just sh- shoot it again, Mary Sue. Shoot it again. Keep shooting it. Look, I, I don't know. Look, just shoot it." And she's very breathy, and she like she's been running. She's she sounds like she's actually kind of in a panic as well, a little bit. I guess uh, with a bewildered look and a shrug, Mary Sue will uh, shoot. I like the the bewildered look in the shrug where you're just like, eh, I'll just put a couple rounds in this guy's head. <laughs> Seems pretty reasonable. I mean, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. A suspected vampire, yes. Do you really want it to, like, suddenly get up and attack you? I don't know. No, no I do not. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. Shoot it. So you put a couple of rounds into its head? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright. So as you guys come closer, you'll hear a, a bang. Bang. How many rounds are you sticking into this guy? How many ra- how many rounds until they show up? Because I only have nine left. Probably only like four or five, assuming okay. you, you kind of like take your time in between each to understand that you're shooting a defenseless man. Five, uh, five rounds then, yeah. <laughs> Undeterred by the defenseless man thing. <laughs> so that's the scene you guys all kind of come in on. Valerie is on the grounds, dripping wet, not conscious. Ricky and Bobby are here in the room. Well, the hallway and maybe the room that is is raining. Did you ever put Richard down, or did you run with him the whole way? Oh, no, I ran with him the whole way. I wasn't stopping to drop somebody. Sure. This is the scene that you you find you guys in. And now that I've stopped, I will drop Richard. Rather unceremoniously, as I rush over to Val to take a look at her. But he did ask you to put him down. Did you ignore him? Yes, I was running. (laughs) I don't have time to put you down, Richard. Man, what a pretty hero. Boss kind of, like, busts into the room, like, looking around, sort of wide-eyed. As soon as she sees the the vampire on the floor in, like, a big pool of blood, uh, I think she, like, want, like, like walks over to it and, like, pulls a knife, like, a, a fairly large survival knife from her, from her way, from her belt, and, uh, like, leans down like she's, she's gonna do something to this, to this corpse. Or this, this dude who is severely injured and has a bunch of bullet holes in his skull. Unless someone tries to, like, stop her or asks her what the, he- nope. the heck she's doing. Would I nope. be able to make some sort of knowledge roll to know as to whether or not that would help in pertaining to a vampire? Sounds like a pyrozoology or similar. I've already rolled about vampires and didn't get a great roll uh, in the past, so I'm just going to stick with that. She doesn't actually know a lot about vampires, just sort of like the really basic, like, might be myth, might not be kind of stuff. Right. Oh, I got a parazoology and then magical theory as well. Either of those would be appropriate. So with four hits, you think back 
not not too long ago, this vampire had most of his major organs removed from his body and put into jars on the on the various tables and stuff in your laboratory. You think on it a little harder and remember that you heard that hissing sound as the halon gas inside the the chamber that you had been operating on, if you want to call the removal of his internal organs uh, operating. And then the, the leak started getting worse and worse and from different areas until finally Daniel, your assistant, well, sort of your babysitter, you're kind of beginning to find out. But the other person who often worked in the lab with you left to go get some help as you tried to tried to plug it and keep things under control. Then you remember when you thought you saw the heartbeat in the jar outside of this man's body. You remember sending the message to Richard on that comlink he gave you that it's moving. And then things get kind of hazy from there as, well, the vampire begins to move. So remembering that all of his internal organs were outside of his body and he seems to be able to get up, presumably get into a position where he could actually severely injure one of your friends. I mean, you might as well take his head off, right? Assuming that's what boss was up to doing. Oh God. Yes. I'm glad I, I'm glad you recognize that. But would I know that that would do anything is the real question. Well, my thinking here, if we're going to like get into details is that he has to be able to at least see, right? Like he, like he might be able to move. Maybe if you separate his head from his body, he can still move his body. But if his head is in a cupboard in the darkness, <laughs> how's his body going to know where to go? It should at least slow him down, right? You do also recall in the paperwork you were given when the vampire was originally brought in to be operated and, well, let's be honest here, butchered, that you weren't supposed to do anything to interact with his nervous system. Yeah. So... Severing his spinal cord definitely counts as interacting with his nervous system. Yep. Fact. Okay, well, I'll uh, let her go to do whatever she needs to do, um, and then I'm going to assess Valerie uh, medically. Sure. You want to give me some dice for the, the medical role? Uh, in the meantime, just before that goes, um, boss, like, it's very very practical. Like, she she doesn't even look like she's all that weird out about the fact that she's she's butchered a lot of animals and in, in like the wild and field dressing a deer essentially she just sort of quickly makes a few cuts and uh his head comes off she doesn't make a big deal about it she just like literally leans over pulls open a cupboard and tosses the head inside and shuts it no big deal i like how mary sues the monster for gel rounds <laughs> Well, you did put a bunch of rounds into this guy's head, too. So You just took his head. He was already well, dead then, right? And put it in a cupboard. You exploded his head. I didn't shoot him in the Oh, brain. no, no, no. No, Richard <laughs> exploded his head. Richard exploded his head, and then you proceeded to help. So with two hits on your, your, your assessment of Valerie, she is alive. She is unconscious. Her breathing is labored and shallow. She is a little cold and clammy to the touch, but hey. She is also soaking wet as you can kind of like look into the IT department with there is there the fire suppression system is still going on. Do you have any kind of specific questions you want to ask about her status? Uh, well, with the shallow breathing and labored shivering, um, I'm assuming that, you know, she's taken some damage, uh, not knowing too much else of the situation. 
um, she has a pulse. Does does she look like she would actually benefit from healing? It looks as though she's uh, she's lost a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood that is pulled on the ground. Granted, the vampire is now missing a head, and there is many bullet holes in his his torso and body. First aid probably could couldn't hurt, but this this looks as though she has lost a lot of blood and is not in a good way. All right, so then I will cast healing on her. Sure. At what force? Let's say seven. Go ahead and roll your your spell casting. I will edge that. Six successes. Resisted drain. Excellent. You start doing some mojo. What is the the indication to the people around you, Michael, that magic is going down? Um, there's a, a faint bluish glow uh, happening around Michael's arms that seems to pulsate and then thrive into uh, Valerie's body. Does anybody have anything they want to want to comment on that? Boss just watches. I think she's. I mean, we already know that he's he's got some magical mojo going on, right? So she watches, and she's a little surprised, but, you know, only only to a point. Heard of that, just get big. It's like, yep. I mean, he wasn't visible one time, so this is, this is sort of par for the course. Her breathing evens out, and the wounds on her neck close, but she does not regain consciousness. L- look, we have a wheelchair. Let's just wheel her out of here. Can someone do okay. some research, maybe? I mean, I, I want to put a computer and do a research on uh, vampire bites. Can we do that maybe when we're not in a building we're not supposed to be in? Well, if you, you know, use technology to realize that you have DNA, and we can do that while we roll her. So let's, let's go. So out of morbid curiosity here, it's raining, or it was it was sprinkling and whatnot and the, the body's all kind of soaking wet and everything else. Is there any, I don't know, um, power cables that I might be able to rip out of the wall and drop on this body? Oh, my God. On the the vampire body or on Valerie? On the vampire body. Not on Valerie. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were trying to, like, defibrillate her or something. I didn't know where you were going with this. Not with the amount of raw AC voltage that would be going through the power cable. Yeah, no, you can take, you can wreck the place, get some power cables, and electrocute the headless body. I thought you were going to try to wake up Valerie. I was like, I'm going to have to stop this, aren't I? I will do that. Okay. So you you guys take a, a moment to... Boss definitely like is like following Mike around as what? he's like tearing stuff apart. Like, what, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? We have to get out of here. Michael, come on. I just glare at you. And Boss glares back. I'm, uh, She's I'm, good at that. This, this this thing wrecked my lab. This thing hurt one of the only friends I have. I'm not satisfied. It will take enough voltage to, well, until Seattle's power mainframe decides to cut voltage. What are you trying to do? Like, use the same on fire? Is, it, is this your intent to make a vampire? Oh my god. With the sprinkler system going off, RC, the amount of electricity that I'm going to send through a soaking wet body. Yeah, there's more coming on just how weird this is, but please yeah. carry on. Can I point out that you're literally standing in a puddle of water right now? Can you understand that if you pump a bunch of electricity into this room, it's going to go everywhere? Can we just go? I'm wearing boots. 
that have rubber soles. I should be fine. Great. We'll leave you to it, because I'm not. We have to go. We probably have cops coming. We have to get the hell out of here. We're going to go to jail. I mean, you may like living inside of confined space, but I like freedom, air, trees, you know. Mike, Mike, if, if you want vengeance that bad, why don't you just bring the body with us, and we can figure out what to do with it later. Right now, we need to go. Oh, we're super not doing that. Fine. I'll so does, does he keep going out the door? Does he take the body, or does he leave it there? Well, I'll leave it there. I'm carrying Valerie right now. I'm going to be too busy for that. Well, we have a wheelchair for Valerie. Might be quicker for him to just carry her, though, because I, I yeah. think we need to get yeah. out of the building. So I'm already carrying her, so I'm just so that's what I'm saying to keep carrying her instead of transfer her to a wheelchair. Keep carrying. Let's just like move out of the building. Boss actually, like as the group's kind of like leaving the room, like kind of remembers that the wheelchair is still here and uh, grabs it and wheels it out, even though there's nobody in it. She figures uh, Valerie might want it later, even if she doesn't need it right now. How do you guys plan on getting out of here? The way we came in. I don't know any better. Hell no. Is there a, is there a, was there a car or a van or anything downstairs in the shop area? The van, sadly, in the, the prologue, is in the shop. Yep. We had to get it later. And sadly, also yeah. in the prologue, we, we came up with the idea that the car that you have, that is your mom's car, is one of the older <laughs> model cars, which doesn't have all these modern conveniences like Grid Guide in it. So... I like how we're going to flash bars out to, the, uh, to scout the way out of here that we came. I like how we're, do- we're doing crime in Richard's mom's car. It's very appropriate for this group. Sure. So I got- shot zero cops in my mom's car. How many did you shoot? <laughs> I didn't shoot any cop in your mom's car. (laughs) So you guys kind of make it down to the the ground floor. Takes another minute or two. Valerie is still unconscious and in Michael's large arms. You send out the fly spies. And you will notice that there are significantly less fellow employees here. And significantly more law enforcement personnel as they are beginning to surround the building. Still like in the back? In the back lot? To, To surround the building. They are kind oh, of like more so on the back lot area, more so kind of like pushing people away from the front. They are they are aware that many rounds of ammunition were discharged inside the building. <laughs> Am I aware of any object with an internal combustion engine in it? <laughs> I know how to get out. I really do. I know how to get out. Is there any way we could walk out of this building and come off yes. as heroes? Yes. Just go back to where we left the cop. We'll drag him out. We'll tell him that he saved us all. We were trapped inside. There was a vampire. They'll find evidence of it. He's going to be happy because he comes off looking like a hero cop. We're going to be fine. Great. When that works, you come back and tell me that it's all cool. We have a small problem because isn't Valerie the only one who knows that we're all kind of screwed? And she's unconscious. Valerie, would you have been live streaming that kind of stuff? I probably would have, like, had, like, a running dialogue for a little bit, and just, like, guys, there's some some sh- shit that's happened, and just, like, the- because I know I said the dwarf, the dwarf did something to a security guard. Yeah, but I don't know if, like, all- we were also, like, busy trying to, like, deal with, with this situation that we're in. I don't know if we would have paid that, like, been cogent enough to figure out that we're all screwed. I mean, we, I don't know. 
think boss is gonna say to mary sue like look look there there's no way we get out of this okay we both shot a cop even if it's gel rounds they're still gonna throw us away for that do you really want to just hand yourself over to the knight errant for that do you think that cop is really going to want to admit that two women got the drop on him and shot him i think that orcs get blamed for a lot of things things that they didn't even do I actually did shoot that guy, so I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm going to prison. Okay. My car is newer. It has grid guide, but I don't know how we're going to get it. You guys are also carrying, well, you have two roto drones that are corporate-owned and a bag full of guns that are owned by the corp. Yeah. How about this? How about we take her outside, we yell for help. Uh, Mary, you tell them that there were some crazy guys in here shooting guns at every goddamn thing, and... In the confusion, we'll get the hell out of here. We'll grab a car, and I can get us. If I can get to a car, I can get us out of here. Can't, can't, can't Michael turn invisible? Is that true? I mean, I my, Richard said that you were invisible, and she, the boss is, like, looking at Michael. Yeah? Do you think you could get a vehicle and bring it to the door? Um, never driven one before. Is it easy enough to do? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not even sure you could fit in the driver's seat. I don't know what I'm saying. Why don't I just make RC invisible? Can you do that? Boss looks a little surprised. Sure. Well, then I think maybe we have an easy way to get out. Well, RC can run out, grab the vehicle, bring it to the door before anyone knows what's going on. We'll jump in and take off, right? It's got to be that simple. Hot damn. There's a plan. What door that doesn't have police around it? Look, all they're going to see is a vehicle with no driver pulling up. It may get a little hairy, but what else? What other options do we have? You got a helicopter handy? There's not a helipad in this building, is it? Uh, so it's got a big flat roof. I don't think we've ever established a reason for it for this company to to own a helicopter. Yeah, it seems a little unlikely that they just have one up there. Does you know, do I have access to a helicopter, Allegria? <laughs> like, um, oh, I just got this Ares dragon on the roof. Why don't we use that? Out of curiosity, these these drones that that Richard has are they big enough that they could potentially carry a person? Maybe a smaller person, but not a troll. Definitely not a troll. Definitely not like a coconut situation here. All right, so let's do it. Maybe invisible. I'll get us a ride. So Richard, invisible. You walk out into the open air out here through one of the doors. You see policemen, officers kind of around the place. What vehicle are you are you heading towards? Well, first I'm going to uh, look scan and look for some type of large police van. Do I have any of those around here? Oh my god, you're going to steal a police van? That's even better. Oh my gosh. So there is indeed like a large paddy wagon that is, that is off to the side there. Actually, is there an EMT van? Sure. There can be, there's a dock wagon, uh, like a bulldog, basically like an ambulance that is there. Okay. Here we go. So I'm going to go up to it. Is anyone in the driver's seat or the back? Is it open? There like are, the back? The, the engine is running. There are two guys outside of it smoking cigarettes while they're talking to one of the night errant patrolmen that are just getting kind of a situation brief. Okay, and they're inside the van. They're, out, they're outside okay. the van. You don't smoke inside the van. Not in the- oh, they're smoking. I see. I am going to attempt to uh, slither inside the ambulance. Sure. Do you want to go ahead and roll me a sneaking roll? I guess I can do that. Is there a bonus to being invisible? I hope. No. Well, shit. 
they're hearing you basically. Yeah. Just don't uh, don't make a lot of noise. That's what it comes down to. They could also smell you if you were smelly. Well, it's been a long day, but I just, I just had a shower. This is not false. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Ah. So, but yes, I'm quite. I'm going to go ahead and uh, edify this. So, which means I reroll all my failures, which was eleven to roll, which is eight. Is that legal? And the limit on sneaking is physical, physical which is four. So I probably shouldn't have done that. But I'm gonna take it. That's right. It's almost like it's like one of the last rolls of the night. So you're oh, gonna be yeah. able to yeah. to get inside the vehicle, and these guys outside are uh, not gonna be much much notice to really anything that's going on. The engine is conveniently running because that's how I've always ever seen ambulances that are on a medical like a in a response situation. And okay, as... I'm going to adjust the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give a giant finger to everyone outside the car. Finger, 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 finger. Everyone I don't gets think, a finger. I don't think it's a rear view mirror in an ambulance. Probably not. Good point, because you would. Well, you need to be able to track your patient. Fuck, you got me. You know what? Edit button. Edit button. Red <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Fuck you. God damn it. And uh, at that point, I, can, is it rigor operable? I'm assuming not. That's pretty you, much you, probably you would need pretty marks or to own it to jump into it. Well, uh, let's slam on the uh, mother humping gas. Absolutely. Uh, you want to give me a pilot ground craft? Yes, I do. And we will uh, we will see how well this works out as you haul ass. I'm assuming that you're sort of narrating as after you've gotten into the vehicle that you you've got the vehicle. We all know that you're succeeding. Yeah, what's the, what's the handling on a uh, emergency vehicle, by the way? Good You're question. probably capping out at about three, but this is more of yeah. a... Um, <laughs> we'll slam with a power slide, grab the e-brake, whip that back in around. So one of the things you're also going to do is hit the manual switch to to click off the wireless control so that you're not immediately shut down because you are, uh, you are a person who knows about vehicles and such. Indeed, so, I would do that. So you'll kind of uh, prevent them from immediately locking you out and turning the vehicle off and just kind of screwing your escape. The car is going to, well, it's not really a car, the van is going to trundle quicker than it probably should over towards the door, smashing through some of the, the nice landscaping outside your building, running over shrubs and those little things at the front of your parking spots that are supposed to be like, hey, don't go any farther. To hell with those. You guys are able to rip open the the back door to the ambulance jump everybody inside and kind of in a taking advantage of the chaos, driving through some of the police officers and more or less off into the night. Yeah, I want to crank up that gearhead quality and slam that speed up and want to floor it. Well, I guess it's to be... I'm not sure to be floored in. No, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm flooring it. We're gone. So the perimeter of police who are watching this happen don't don't think it's weird? Oh, they're going to take shots at you, but I mean, oh, okay. if you want to have a giant shootout with <laughs> no. The entirety of the night errant precinct that's outside, we can do that. <laughs> Tempting, but no. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. But it is now time for the legal stuff. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. 
the Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.